just two regular dudes from a state far away. I wouldn't want to live in. They DJ and lift weights. They think they are so great, but no one cared about their opinions. So they start a podcast, I-O-L-T-O-S. I only like their old stuff. That's what they'd say. Whether they hate or hype, they're almost never I'm here. Okay. What's up? I'm I'm right here with you. <laughs> That's a weird way to say that. I'm <clears throat> What's up? You know I'm what song? Right I just took you. a shower. Um you know what song I was singing. That's yeah, he. What I was singing in the shower. A baby, 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 baby. baby, baby, baby. <laughs> no, it's not. That's a good guess though. Why is my headphones like screwing up? Hold on. Great. This is great. This is great uh radio. Uh it's not radio, it's HBO. Yeah, that's right. That's not how that goes either. I was singing uh <laughs> I was singing you why you gotta give me to run around. That's a surefire way to heat things up when all it does is slow me down. <laughs> He goes into that micro, but uh, what do you call that thing? Harmonica solo. Harmonica. Yeah. What do you feel? What do you think about Blues Traveler? I think they're one of the most underrated bands in the history of music. I would agree with you there. Um, I think that first album when it came out, I shouldn't have liked it because it was so mainstream. And at the time, I was like, you know, not wanting to listen. But I loved that album. We listened to it at um, the summer camp I worked at before the camp that I worked with you at. That was like the album of the summer one summer. My buddy Matt, who was head of the waterfront, was like, this album's awesome. And we just listened to it all the time. And uh, that album in particular is just fantastic, you know? Now, I just want to make sure for the people that, you know, are listening that might be new. Are you actually talking about the self-titled album or are you talking about the album that had all the hits on it? I'm talking about the album that had all the hits on it. I mean that first. So that I, I, say, a, I didn't mean the first album. I meant that the album that was yeah. like the hot album that got on the radio. That was the first time I had heard them. It's called Four, which I assume is their fourth album. Yeah, it is. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But that that album in particular yeah. is a perfect album. Like great pop album, just all around. Like really good and uh, good songs. And that ballad on there is so good. What, what's the name? What's that ballad on there? Best of the what's heart Down or something. Brings you last or something like that. <laughs> That's a, that's, a, that's the, I'm telling you no lie. Yeah, that's the. Just, you're talking. Just wait. Uh, <laughs> you're cutting out because you're screaming so loud. 
Are you thinking the mountains win again? No, I'm I'm looking it up right now. The mountains. <laughs> I mean, I love that. I mean, go ahead and send me, <laughs> sing me that one. Yeah, while, while we're waiting for me to pull up the track list, what is it called? Um, <clears throat> Look around. That's the one I'm talking about. Oh, okay. Look Wait, are you talking about run around? No, look around. look around. Look around. Run around is the one I was singing. Run, look around is mm -hmm. like r kind of a heartfelt ballady thing about like appreciating what you have and stuff. Yeah. So here's the thing. I got two things. Yeah. I had, um, of course, I had four, but I also had their second album mm -hmm. called Travelers and Thieves. Mm-hmm. And it, it was really good. This was high school for me. So I was listening to those two albums on a pretty regular basis. And then um, Knoxville, Tennessee used to have this concert series called Sundown in the City. Mm -hmm. And it was in Market Square downtown. And so this is an area downtown where there's storefronts, uh, old, you know, quote unquote, historic style brick buildings. And there's an open air market on the inside of it. Yeah. And to try and generate some business for downtown, there was a free public concert series on Thursday nights throughout summer. And a lot of different bands would come and play a free show, but it was never massively popular bands, of course, you know, but this was like a big thing for us to do in high school because it was not often that we were able to go to concerts where these bands were playing because most of the bands that were playing would be playing in 18 and older clubs. Mm -hmm. So I... I remember distinctly going to listen to the Blues Traveler. They were playing this concert series and having my mind blown because I was, you know, just on the verge of, I mean, I, I was listening to some jam bands, but I thought that this was just a, a pop band. Mm -hmm. And they they are a, a straight up a jam band. You know, they, they ripped. Are, yeah. People didn't realize that when that when that four album hit, that they were, they were this other thing kind of. Mm -hmm. which is probably why they never really had any success past that like mainstream success i don't think i think maybe they had one other album that had a couple songs off of it that were like on the radio and stuff regularly but nothing on the, the level yeah, of I'm, that one big um that big album a straight on till morning album was probably that's that's got yeah. you know um and then the other thing is did you know john popper got arrested not too long ago yeah for having a bunch of guns what? and shit yeah. yeah all sorts of guns yeah and he was driving like 100 miles an hour in like a 50 yeah there's a um you know that i've talked about that rock and roll stories youtube channel i watched they did a thing yeah. on it that like went through the whole thing he actually had a pretty good explanation for it but what was it he was just i mean he was just like i i didn't i wouldn't plan anything sinister with these guns i just like guns and had our guns with us because we were they were going to some show or something i don't know but he was like i didn't didn't mean to like cause any problems or whatever well that's really good for me to hear because yeah I always no, it I was, was nice that's guy. a shitty explanation that i gave but like the video will tell you like oh yeah that kind of makes sense he was he's like yeah it's a bad idea but we just we weren't trying to like shoot anybody or anything they just him and his tour manager or whatever like just go out in the woods and shoot you know targets and shit so but anyway that yeah he they are great and um that album, like I said, if you haven't listened to that four album in a while, go back and listen to it because it is just still holds up. Really good stuff. I would also say that John know. Popper is one of the only, maybe one of only, like five people in the world, the history of the world that can actually play harmonica. 
Because most Where people just go, like you want to listen to it. Yeah, most people are just like, you know, and just like making noise with it. But he actually like it's like him, Bob Dylan, and Billy Joel, and like two other people probably. So Phil Cook, Phil Cook is a real good yeah. player. Yeah, there's a big drop off between uh, the talent with the harmonica and just making noise on the harmonica. That's like because pass noise on the harmonica is passable in most songs, you know. I'd say probably number five is Jason Boyd. Who's that? Oh, yeah, Jason Boyd, yes, from our history. <laughs> Jason Boyd, he might be number one, I would say. Uh, in his own mind, he's number one for sure. Definitely. <laughs> uh, well, I got, some, uh, I got some housekeeping. Okay. This is well. Let me let me say this is uh, episode one sixty six of Island Like Their Old Stuff, the podcast where we answer the question, "What's the hype?" I'm Jay Ho, and with me is Groove. Hey. And uh, now it's time for <laughs> housekeeping. <laughs> <laughs> That's a new bumper. <laughs> is that is that should be ha 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 housekeeping. <laughs> We got two new listeners this week. Oh, okay. Seb Crew and Lopo. What? Did they? Did they? Uh, wait, are they listening this week or did they listen to last week's? I think we're gonna find out when you publish this episode. Okay. And I'm not gonna mention anything to them. I'm not gonna tell them to listen to it. And then if they reference the fact that they got name dropped, then we'll know whether or not they're still in. Okay. Yeah. I got you. It's a trap. They, I think it was the excitement of you returning to Xbox Live, although they were clowning the hell out of you the other night because you were in the, you signed on and you were playing some other game and you didn't join our party at all. It just like stayed on your own. And they're like, he didn't even come in. He doesn't have to play the game. Just come, just come talk. Uh, to us. See, I have. That's funny. That's that's Jackie was playing. Jackie has played the Xbox more than me, so. <laughs> okay. Jackie is regularly playing the Xbox now, so she, she's found some games on there she really likes, and so she probably just like I don't know who these dudes are, so I'm not gonna like respond to this. But she didn't tell. Uh, she t- didn't t- tell t- Lopo, Lopo read the whole Wikipedia page for that video game. Oh, for was it uh, Edith Finch or something? Yeah, Edith Finch. Yeah. yeah, Jackie's playing that. It's a cool game. It's actually like a interactive storytelling kind of thing. Like, but yeah, that's that's the kind of stuff that Jackie likes to play, but. Yeah, that's what that was. I'm glad that like that's good because like now I feel like I've trolled them when they thought they were trolling me. Next level, you know. Surprise! It was my wife the whole time. Surprise! It wasn't even me. I don't even care enough to even get on. Yeah, I'm gonna have somebody else get on for me. I will ignore them next time though, just because of that, since they're being so thirsty. <laughs> my thought was. You had such a bad time playing that first night that you were like, I don't even want to get to the party. I'm not going to deal with them guilting me into trying to do it again. I'll do it again when I feel like doing it. No, it wasn't anything like that. Um, I did have a miserable time playing that night, um, but that's just <laughs> because the game is really difficult and completely different from the last time I played a Call of Duty. But I, but it wasn't miserable to the point where I was like, I'm not going to play anymore. Like I'm, I will, but I just like... I, Friday night, I just wasn't in the mood to play video games so i was like man i'm just not gonna get on like it mm-hmm. sucks because i wanted to i'm like oh man i gotta get on with those guys which i will i'll, I'll start getting on more regularly and once i play that game a couple more times i'll i also don't want to be on like yeah. four times a week with them because i feel like i'm really holding them back right now so i don't want to like 
fuck it all up for them like repeatedly and just be the guy who's always fucking it up you know so it's like eh, it's not um well the game type that we got that got put back on the playlist on friday yeah or maybe it was saturday like it's that's going to make it a lot easier to be like quote unquote the weak link okay. but like we've all been there, you know like nobody really cares it's fun to win but like it's more fun to play yeah i mean i think eventually i'll kind of like it because it's a it is like it's not just a death match it's like there is a i like games where there's objectives and the objective mm-hmm. for this one is for everybody to survive to the end or for enough of you to survive to the end and so it is like I don't have to just make sure that I kill everybody that I see. I have to like make sure I like get to the right spot and this sort of stuff. I was able to like revive people until my controller died or whatever that one time, <laughs> and then uh, or glitched out. And uh, I got one kill, so I was happy with that. You know, it's like uh, we didn't play that long anyway, so yeah, no, that's cool. fine. But yeah, I'll, I'll get back on there. I just I felt bad. I'll, I'll probably play tomorrow night. I just I felt bad on Friday because I was like, you know what? I just don't want to play video games tonight. So. Yeah, had a long day. Really I had to do a lot of stuff, a lot of work on Friday. So, <clears throat> oh, I had I had a lot of fun playing Tetris. Yeah, that Tetris is fun. It's uh, definitely so well done. Yeah, it's just the 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 haptic feedback on the controller, how it interacts with you, is pretty amazing, actually. Yeah. You just want to say haptic? Haptic feedback. That's what we get on this podcast sometimes. Haptic feedback. We get a lot of hater feedback. Hey. I'll tell you that. Yeah, exactly. Hey, I, I I don't know if you still get these emails, but I get these emails from Blueberry, which was the uh, podcast publishing. Uh, it is still the podcast what? publishing thing that we that we use. Yeah. So, so is that different than Spotify? Like, if people listen on Spotify, does Blueberry count that? Yes, they do. I think it does. Cool. Yeah, but we just. Um, we well, not just we probably last month we're five hundred some odd downloads past thirty thousand overall, like all time. Yeah, all time. I don't know how good that is. Oh, I'm sure it's awful. Yeah, but still. Um, uh, apparently we're on Apple now. Jackie said that she's been listening on Apple. So I well, thought well, Sepku, Sepku had asked why why it wasn't on Apple, so I'll be sure to update it. Uh, well, maybe it's not, but she she found it on there somehow. I don't know if it's because she was subscribed before to it when we were on there, but I still need to like re-upload all that stuff. But anyway, so what's the hype? Let me pull up my notes. Hold on a second. Dead air. Killing it this yeah, week. Yeah, my computer's been fucking up, so I'm trying not to use my computer for anything but the actual. Of course, now my Evernote's fucking up on my phone. It's great. Technology's awesome, everybody. I love it. All right, my hype is uh, well, what's your hype? You go first. Well, I think it's hype. I'm not. I'm not sure if it's so hype, hype or still hype out? still out. Yeah. I'm gonna put it down as hype. Uh, I got a text earlier this week. Um, I'm going to pull it up and <clears throat> more dead air. This is dead air. The musical <laughs> here. I got a text. Uh... <clears throat> Damn it. Well, I'm not going to read it. It was, uh, it's from Jacques. Okay. Saying, Hey, a couple questions. <laughs> 
do you have more than one bedroom in your apartment and can we bring a dog? <laughs> so the, I think it's hype that, you know, maybe you guys will travel up here to Rhode Island this summer and I'll get to show you around. And uh, But it is hype still out because like you guys might come up this summer and I'll show you around. <laughs> <laughs> no, we, we, we would like to, I mean, it depends on the state of the world, but um, we want to, we would like to come up there and, uh, yeah, and check it out and, yeah, Jackie was like, "Hey, we we need to go up there." But uh, she was just asking about the dog because he's he's good, but we don't have anybody that like wants to watch him anymore. We used to have people that would watch him, but now they're gone and stuff. So, but we could we could work that out. My sister could take him or something. So, yeah, I mean, I'm not gonna, I'm not. I mean, I I had to say, you know, I got to look at my calendar. I mean, man, but whatever. No, it's hype. It's hype. The idea of you all coming up is hype. Yeah. Um, so making that happen, I mean, you know, half that I- IOLTOS Instagram thread lives up here in Rhode Island now. So you oh, yeah, get to actually meet tour. all of them. Or just I'll just come up there and not meet any of them. Yeah, no, that sounds better. Be or, like, or you come up and we can record live in front of an audience. <laughs> we just set up some folding chairs in your apartment and like we'll be sitting in front just of them like, at a table. Just four people. Yeah. Just, just real just, It's like... That's like, you know, what's awkward is whenever somebody's like invites you over to their house, it's like a backyard cookout or something, and somebody pulls out that guitar and starts uh, singing. Yeah. So it's singing, singing embarrassment. Some white blues. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like, hey, you guys want to come listen to us record this podcast? <laughs> yeah. Anyway, <Nope>. here's Wonderwall. <laughs> <laughs> what's your height? Uh, my uh, meatloaf. Uh, the singer or the dish? Uh, both. Why not both? Okay. I'm I'm I've I'm a lifelong fan of both, both meatloaf the dish and meatloaf the singer. Um, when we worked at camp together, we actually had a club that was the meatloaf club, and that was where we would sit with some campers that like also like meatloaf and eat meatloaf and listen to meatloaf on a on a little boombox. So uh, <laughs> you know, I, you know. I just. Uh... I wonder who's who's meatloaf. Do you think is better, Sandy or uh, or Jimmy's mom's? Jimmy's, yeah. The, I was thinking about this the other day. This is OC talk, everybody. Um, spoiler alert: we're not we didn't watch an episode this week. We're gonna wait to start season two until later. I was thinking about this. Jimmy's parents don't exist in the OC universe. He refers to them every once in a while, but they don't show up. There's not really a regular reference to them, like. They didn't, I don't know, did they die? Did they move? I, I presume maybe they moved away or something. They don't live there anymore. But yeah, they, uh, when Jimmy and Sandy were opening the restaurant, they, uh, they had dueling meatloaves. I think that, man, it's hard to say. I don't know. I don't know enough about Jimmy's background. Jimmy's mom's might be the superior one. I have no idea. Nana Cohen is, uh, you know, she puts hatred into her meals because she's so angry. So it might be really good. I don't know. I was just, I was like, this boy better say he might like it better because you yeah. love a little hate sprinkled over. Oh, something. I know. That's, That's what I'm saying. Dude. Yeah, a little, little bit of hate made with made with hate, not love. Uh, what do you think? <laughs> Who do you think's the better meatloaf? I think for sure a, a New York meatloaf is going to be better than an OC meat, meatloaf. Yeah, you know. I, yeah, I mean, and I think Jimmy's parents are Jimmy's parents are. If not lifetime Californians, they're they're then indigenous California. I mean, like they 
I mean, Jimmy grew up there in the OC. Like he's, you know, his family's been a part of the OC for a while. And I just can't get past the idea of people in the OC like adding raisins to chicken salad. Yeah. Well, they might, add, you know, there's people that make fancy meatloaf. They put some damn oranges <clears throat> in some meatloaf or some shit. And I'm like, nope, no, thank you, please. I just want a loaf of meat with uh, some onions in it and uh, a lot of ketchup on top. And uh, let's stay yeah. simple on this. Is one of those meals that's like, we don't need to improve it. We really don't need to. Um, it's great as it is, but uh, yeah, we're ha- we're having meatloaf tonight. So, oh, okay. That's why I was thinking about it, and I might, I might, uh-huh. uh, might uh, get the old Spotify going on the meatloaf playlist. You know, so. Is it? Who is that person? Is it Tony Danza's meatloaf? <laughs> no, it's not Tony Danza's meatloaf. It'd be great if it was Meatloaf's Meatloaf. He should come out with his own Meatloaf recipe. Certainly he has at some point. But, um, I, surely he's been approached. Yeah, he has to. There has to be some Meatloaf endorsement from Meatloaf. But I, we don't know. Last time I saw Meatloaf, he was just a gibbering, gibbering mess on TV. He was just like high out of his mind or something and just like screaming. Really? And stuff. Yeah, just like a TMZ thing or something on him. I won't do that. I'll just think about his old, you know, his old stuff. The good old days. I would Somebody do anything me. for love. Whatever. Somebody texted me this week who doesn't listen to the podcast but knows about it and mm-hmm. said, hey, do you ever talk about, did you ever talk about Weezer on your podcast? And I was like, I mean, no. What? And he was like, well, the name of your podcast is only like their old stuff. Because he was like, their new stuff kind of sucks. I was like, damn right, new stuff sucks. What are you? He's like, well, that's the name of the podcast, isn't it? And I was like, fool, get out of here. I mean, yeah, but yeah, no. But we don't cover every, every band. I mean, I like Weezer, so I mean, I'm surprised we haven't ever talked about Weezer. But we do talk about 90s uh, alternative music a lot. <clears throat> but I've seen some yeah, Weezer, too. The last concert I went to was a Weezer concert, I think. Really? Yeah, it was Weezer and... uh. The Pixies. Oh. Yeah. It was it was good actually. Weezer puts on a good show if you ever get a chance to see Weezer. I seen Weezer twice. I you saw know. them in ninety seven in a club about the size of my living room. And then I also saw them two years ago or whenever that was. Um the last time we went to a show. So they were great by the time. Funny you you mentioned that. <clears throat> I um Last night, I, I fell down a rabbit hole, YouTube rabbit hole, watching audience clips of live performances of the last concert that I went to. Oh, what was that? And it was Sturgill Simpson oh, yeah. and Tyler Childers. Uh-huh. And um, the crazy thing was the best clip came from a woman who I follow on Instagram. Like I, I just like stumbled. I was watching it on my TV, you know, I wasn't even sidebarring it. I was just watching it on TV and, and I saw the username and I was like, wait, I think I follow that person on Instagram because we follow all the same musicians and stuff. And then like somehow I think she got suggested to me or I got suggested to her. Some, some musician may have tagged her because she mm-hmm. goes to so much live music that a lot of these, you know, third tier musicians kind of know her. Mm-hmm. And, um, and we've had this little Instagram friendship where like she added me to this Facebook group. That's all like, um, Southern Southeastern music posters, like a poster exchange kind of thing mm-hmm. where you can try and get the poster of the show that you never got or whatever yeah. like that. 
And um, it was so fun. I pulled up my phone. I, I sent her a DM. I was like, I'm watching your video right now. Uh, <laughs> I was at the show two days later that, that, that she was at. Um, I, watched, I watched videos of Sturgill Simpson playing guitar live for an hour last night. Uh, I mean, I, get, I go into those rabbit holes like that, too. Where I'm like, I want to see one band play the same song 17 times. I'm like, <laughs> All right, let's do this. <clears throat> what would be the band that you would want to watch the same song 17 times? Man, it's tough to say. Cause like, I don't know. I mean, is it base? The thing is, do you base it on the song? Do you base it on the band? You probably want a band that's going to s- switch it up. Yeah. That improvises it and changes it up. Um, I don't know. Could be a Radiohead song, actually. They they tend to change their stuff up quite a bit in shows, but I can't think of a specific one. That's a good question, though. I have to think about it. What about you? Yeah, you got one? I'm, I, no, I'm, I'm, I'm merely the question asked. Yeah, okay. I've sent yeah. it out there into the universe. Everybody yeah. that's listening to it right now is thinking about it themselves. What yeah, would I want to yeah. see 17 times by the same band? I think for me it would be uh, Pitbull uh, doing, some, doing one of his songs, yeah. Gasolina. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fireball. <laughs> I would, I would watch <laughs> that. Yeah. Fireball, Dale. Yeah, I love Pitbull. Well, wasn't not, not the hype. Not the hype is uh, Spider Man. What? Yeah, Spider Man. What you don't like him? No, Spider Man sucks. <laughs> that was my hot take Sunday for what? the day. Spider Man sucks, and in particular, Tom Holland sucks as Spider Man. All right. Well, you finally got me. I mean, I, I'm usually on board with your hot take Sundays. I'm, I'm, I think I'm triggered. He's Tom Holland sucks. He's terrible, and everybody's Why? like, everybody's like, okay, well, who's the best of the three Spider Man? I'm like, they all suck. He is the best of the three, and he also sucks. That's a possibility here because Spider Bland sucks. Spider Bland, Spider Bland. He sucks even more in this incarnation because it's like, oh, did you like Iron Man? Well, how about if Iron Man was shitty? <laughs> Can I interest you in that? How about if Iron Man was shitty and it had an annoying voice? How about that? I, Are you on board? I disagree. That first Spider-Man, what? that Spider-Man, the first one with Tom Holland sucks. Only good thing about it is Michael Keaton as Vulture. Michael Keaton very good as Vulture, but Spider-Man sucks as a character. He's just boring. Like... I prefer like uh, in the same vein as like Spider-Man. I would I would consider Daredevil in the same vein as Spider-Man, and I like Daredevil so much more. So, I think Spider-Man is more fun because you're as as you're at the time comic books mean the most. You're about the age of Spider-Man, so it's a wonder and opportunity for yourself as a young adolescent to consider what it would be like to have superpowers. I agree, and I did like Spider-Man back then, and then I became an adult and realized that my tastes were better than that. Oh. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Did Jackie just come in and say you're wrong? She just came in to tell me she's going to the grocery store. So. Getting a bunch of little dubbies. Getting the stuff for the meatloaf. Ah, ma, the meatloaf. <laughs> um... Did you did you watch that animated Spider-Man movie? Into the Spider-Verse? I have yeah. not. I've heard it's really good and I actually like 
I think I will probably like that, even though I have disdain for Spider-Man, because I think that's actually supposed to be pretty good. So I'm like not going to shit on that till I see it. But because he- I've heard from multiple people, it was really good. Uh, Well, add me to the list of what people that said it was really good. Yeah. Well, you don't like uh, you don't even like uh, animated movies. cartoons. Yeah, I hate cartoons. I love that movie, man. Um, Schmunky made a comment on my Hot Take Sunday that was like, I know your feelings about animated movies, but uh, Standards of Spider-Verse is really good. But I'm not the one that has... I've never said I had a problem with animated movies, have I? He must be confusing the two of us. I've always read hard for animation. Well, I just think that Schmunky is practicing courage by commenting on your Hot Take Sundays because everybody knows that you're just putting them up there to see what kind of fish you can catch. (laughs) Oh, I shit on him immediately when he said it. I was like... He was one of the first ones that I was like, he's like, yeah, well, you know, Tom Holland is the best of them. Yeah, he's the best. He's it's the best, the best at sucking. He sucks the least, I guess, is the thing. He sucks the least, still sucks ass. Sucks. Terrible. I wish that they, there was that big rumor mill before they did the Tom Holland one where they were searching for the new Spider-Man and, and the internet tried to make Donald Glover Spider-Man. Oh, yeah, right. Well, there was some talk that- about Donald Glover was supposed to be like, one of the other incarnations of Spider-Man at some point, right? I haven't seen the new Spider-Man movies uh, either, so I don't know if that's like he. I know he's in the original Spider-Man. Well, the Spider-Verse is uh, is about different Spider-Mans. I don't want to say much more about that okay. than that. But that was animated. Yeah. Well, yeah. There you go. <laughs> well, I disagree. Yeah. Well, you're wrong. I think that I don't. Here's the thing. I think Spider-Man sucks as much as all the rest of them suck. No, I think he sucks a little more. He's just boring. He's boring, man. They didn't even tell like the best stories of Spider-Man yet. Like, Venom's cool. Well, that's the I problem with Spider-Man. Up. My biggest frustration with Spider-Man and Batman as well is like, I don't need to see the origin story anymore. Oh yeah, I'm that way with all this stuff. Like, I'm like, let's not have any origin stories of any superheroes anymore. Just put yeah. me in the middle. You can flash back a little bit so I can like know that there was something that happened to them. That's why. That's what the, they they did a really good job with that with the uh, Daredevil show because they didn't do an origin story for him. Really, he was already Daredevil when you start the show. You know. Yeah. Um. And they they kind of like bring which Daredevil's origins aren't super known. Like Spider Man's is like just uh, just overdone. It's like okay, we get it. His Uncle Ben died. How many times can we kill Uncle Ben? You know. Which, what, what, how careless can he be around arachnids? Yeah, exactly. So I got some hype still out. and it, It's kind of not the hype, but okay. it's mostly hype still out. Yeah. I went and got my, uh, I got my first dose of the vaccine yesterday. Nice. Now, I feel like trash today. Yeah. The, uh, yeah, I've heard. Which one did you get? Moderna? Yeah, but I think maybe part of why I feel so bad is not so much the Moderna itself, but the fact that I already had COVID. Oh, does that complicate it? From what I hear, some people react worse to it that have already had COVID. I have heard. Um, yeah, see, my my uncle's best friend's, uh, you know, next door neighbor knows somebody who's a epidemiologist. Is that what the disease uh-huh. person is? Anyway, this person studies insects 
and that person said that uh <laughs> they said that if you uh the the better immune system you have the worse reaction you have to the vaccine so that would make sense because my immune system is just stellar is it yeah consider you got covid and uh lime in the same year it's just and I came original with that 311 total, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, you did. You nailed it, 311. Um, well, I think, I mean, yeah, hype's still out. It's, it's not the hype right now, but, I mean, I think in the long run, it's going to be good that you got that. Yeah, I mean, my shoulder's killing me. My elbow's killing me. You know, I got a headache. I feel like, I just feel fatigued. Yeah. Um, I'm supposed to be lifting big this afternoon. I'm like, God, oh, man, I don't know how I'm going to do that. But I, I mean, it is, you know, it's hype. I mean, even though I had COVID, I wanted to get the vaccine just to, you know, ensure that I can like travel in the future. Should there be anything about, you know, only traveling with a vaccine? But the story of doing it was like kind of, it was wicked, man. Like the big convention center downtown is called the Dunk. It's after Dunkin' Donuts Center. And so. <laughs> of course it is. <laughs> Imagine like a a mid tier coliseum. Yeah, probably seats like twenty thousand. Yeah, <clears throat> my girl at the gym. Uh, shout outs, Lauren. She started listening this week too. Oh man, she's already gonna be pissed at me for not mentioning oh, that she started listening. See? Three new listeners. I guess one of them didn't Three matter as listeners. much as the other two. Oh, uh, don't yeah. say that. She's well, she's yeah, definitely gonna start. To, well, yeah. she maybe won't be listening to the episode. Another episode, we'll find out. You know, yeah. she'll text me at the start of the show and be like. Man, why didn't you mention me? I'm your biggest fan. You know, she was asking if we had any apparel because she likes to buy podcast apparel. She's got some money. Uh, <laughs> apparel. She, she 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 ripped through. She she's more like a true crime yeah podcast listener. Yeah. yeah. Um. So anyway, she. Uh, I'll make her shirt. I'll make her a shirt. I got a marker. Make her shirt. Said one of those. We would make great pets. Shirts. That's right. I got it on right now. Yeah. Um. So she she comes to the gym. She's like, yeah, I got my vaccine. And she's like, that's oh, just this website. You just go sign up. I was like, I'll get around to it. And she's kind of take this like, no, I'll do it for you. You know, so she like, she signed me up, yeah. you know, and, uh, and, and got me, you know, listed, whatever. So I go to this convention center and I park and like. Yesterday you went? Driving to it. <clears throat> yeah, yesterday. So I'm. I pull up to the parking garage and they've got five people out there directing us. And I pull into the parking garage and there's another guy directing me. Okay. I mean, I know how to park, you know what yeah. I mean? But there's like, it made it so idiot proof because they're dealing with that literally everybody in the public. So I park yeah. and I walk out and there's, even though it's a crosswalk, there's a guy on the crosswalk directing people across the street. And then they've got cones, you know, that lead to the entrance of the center, even though you know where the entrance of the center is. I walk into the center and there's a guy standing at the door. He's like, how do you feel? Do you have any symptoms? You know, he's like, you here for your first test? Okay. And he points me about 10 feet away. Mm -hmm. And I walk those 10 feet and there's another guy who said, hey, how do you feel? Got any symptoms? You here for your first test? Okay, great. And he points me to down the, down the hallway 20 feet away. And I walk 20 feet down the hallway and there's these people sitting at this table. And they said, write your name on this post-it note. And I was like, okay, I wrote my name on the post-it note. They said, take that post-it note over there. 10 feet away. And there's another guy. He's like, uh, go over there. Yeah. And then I, I walk about 100 feet to the box office and I hand my post-it note to the person in the box office. <clears throat> 
that person writes my name on another card. Mm-hmm. I said, okay. And so now I've got a new card. It's not a post-it note, but it still only says my name. And then I walk, you know, another 25 feet to another table and they give me a third card, um, which is the one where you actually keep with you, you yeah. know, your vaccine card yeah. or whatever. The one you get to take the stuff. And then they point, they pointed me to the inside of the Dunkin' Donuts Center and I go in there and it's like you walk down to the floor of the arena and they've got stations set everywhere. I went through two more tables where they were confirming my name, my you know, birthday, all that kind of stuff. And then I finally get to the nurse that gives me the shot. And then I go into a waiting area, but I had to go through two more tables to get to the waiting area just to sit for 15 minutes and be observed. Yeah. But at no point did I wait in line. And then once I sat down, they gave you a heavy scan, a QR code that brings you to the website where you schedule your second yeah. vaccine. And by the time I was done scheduling that and answering all the questions, my 15 minutes were up. So I stood up and walked on out. It was like seamless. That's awesome. It just kind of blew my mind that there was, there must've been a thousand people there just to make sure everybody else got through the corralling stations that they got through. And it was like, I really feel like you could take away about two or three of these tables. Right. Yeah. Well, I mean, I guess, I guess different, different dates might add more people or something. So, for sure. The, 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 who knows? Well, you'd think a Saturday would be like they're maybe maybe full, but people trying to take off to work what was, the shot, I guess. And it's kind of crazy. Like uh, <laughs> most of the people there were either workers, like employees of the Dunkin' Donuts Center, yeah, or they were like healthcare yeah. volunteers, yeah. And then I look down the hall and I see this dude in a cowboy hat. He must have been six two, <laughs> you know, two fifty. He's wearing a ten gallon hat, and I'm like, "What the fuck is this guy doing in Rhode Island? Like, they know cowboy hats yeah. up here." And he's got boots on. He's got blue jeans. And then I look at his vest, and it's a FEMA vest. Oh, okay. So I was he's like, from... okay. You got to, you got to sit here. Yeah. He's the guy that's in charge. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Little Nas X fan, probably. There we have he it. Likes the cowboy hats. <laughs> yeah. Wears some cowboy hats. <laughs> <laughs> uh so what's up with you what's, my, what's your uh, hype still out my hype still out very relevant to what you just said i've got my shot it's uh scheduled for tomorrow my first one oh really vaccine. so uh, it's gonna be hype because i want to be vaccinated because then now i can go back to well hype still out because like i don't want to go back to interacting with the public but i also don't want to live in fear of like catching this thing and getting my wife sick and stuff all the time so jackie's fully vaccinated and then i will start the process tomorrow so i think it's a good thing i was thinking you were gonna say i i i can go back to not leaving my house yeah but well that would require me i mean it would behoove me to not get the vaccine so i could be like sorry not vaccinated but i guess i could still lie about that um but anyway, yeah, getting the vaccine tomorrow. I mean, I, I was going to schedule it for Tuesday to put it off another day. But then I was like, my birthday's on Wednesday. So I was like, you know what? I think I probably don't want to. I mean, I don't give a shit about my birthday. But one thing I don't want is to feel like dog shit on my birthday. So um, if I want to feel bad, I would rather feel bad tomorrow and Tuesday, you know. So we'll see how it goes. Well, uh, <clears throat> yeah, what what? what Speaking of your birthday, I'm still out. Yeah. What about it? What are you got? What are you gonna do? Uh, I, you know, we usually have that big party where we play croquet in the yard and stuff. I don't know if you've heard of that, mm-hmm. but that's 
usually we have this garden party, which is a, it's like a mocking of this local event called the garden party where all the rich people in town get together and they're like seer sucker seats and stuff. So we have all our friends come over, but it's kind of like a, a trashy garden party. But people wear ridiculous stuff and wear funny hats and stuff. You're required to wear a ridiculous hat. It's usually a really good time. We play croquet, and it takes forever to play these great games or croquet. We didn't do it last year, and then it's like kind of irresponsible to do it this year again just because some people are vaccinated, some are not. So I think we might might do that in the fall just as a separate thing. But I don't know. I mean, that's the only thing I ever do for my birthday that I want, that I like doing, but that's just because like I get to see my friends and stuff. I don't really like celebrating my birthday necessarily. I think you're the same way of like yeah. where yeah. it's like, I don't like the pressure. There's a, this pressure that I've got to have fun on that day. Better have fun and enjoy it on that day because people want to do stuff for your birthday, so you better have fun. Now, with the croquet party, I can have fun because I like playing croquet. You know, I like wearing dumb outfits. But just general, I don't know. We'll just hang out and watch TV or something. I'm not sure what we're going to do. Do you honestly like playing croquet? Oh, I love playing croquet, man. It's fun. Have you played before? No, it's it is not fun. It is really fun, man. Why do you not it like? Is. I'm surprised you like disc golf. I feel like like croquet is like not a not a, a huge step from away from disc golf. I enjoy playing croquet if I was on a putting green, but most of the time when you try and play croquet, it's in thatchy ass grass. People ain't even mowed in two weeks, and it's there's no predictability to knocking the ball. Oh, I I, I uh, manicure the grass before we have the event. It is uh, <laughs> it's measured out properly. I make sure the grass is cut. No, I got a pretty decent, uh, decent little course in the backyard there. Come on down to Wilmington, we'll try it out. I mean, I, you know, I just, you know, personally, I've never had a good experience playing croquet. It's always been a bouncy ball on thatchy grass. The wicket's too small. It's not set up properly. Nobody actually knows the rules. I mean, there may not even be any rules. I don't know. Oh, I know the rules. But... There's the rules, and I know them. And my my course is set out to to be the proper specifications. The wickets are well, I mean, you say that, but who, who, who actually knows whether or not, you know, you know, the rules because nobody do. actually knows the rules. So you could be just making them up. I could be, but I'm not, I'm actually learning the rules and know how to play them. There is nothing yeah, better really, than that feeling it, it, of the actual, cro- you know what a croquet is? The croquet is that is when you put your foot on one ball and hit it because next to another ball and you hit that ball but you keep your ball like in one spot and you hit it and it knocks that other ball like across the thing. It's like, usually you're trying to like send somebody off into the outer bounds or, or close to the outer bounds. There's nothing better than that feeling that, that sound it makes is just this. It does sound like, like something that would bring you joy mm-hmm. to send somebody else's ball out of bounds while yeah. you're in the middle of play. That's the best thing about the game is fucking with other people. Like I didn't want to win. Like, you just send them out. You're like, oh, oh, you're in a great spot. It'd be a shame if somebody came along and just knocked you off into the fucking wilderness. So, yeah, yeah. It's, uh, well, you've changed my mind. I, I'm sure that you enjoy playing the game. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Got my croquet shoes. Which we can see. So we watched this uh, Netflix murder show called Murder Among the Mormons. And uh, oh, yeah, the guys from Napoleon Dynamite did that, yeah, yeah. That's what I when it was Jared Hess is, is the one credit is two brothers that did Jared and Eric Hess or something. Um, but uh, anyway, Jared Hess is the one that has the credit on this show, and they are Mormons, the, the 
the Hess brothers are, are they grew up in the Mormon religion. I don't know if they still are, but anyway, it's a, it's a three part documentary and it's really interesting. Even if you don't really like the like true crime stuff, it's kind of interesting because it has to do with like ancient church documents and forgery. <laughs> and so like the parts of it that were super interesting to me were like the, and I don't want spoil anything, but like, forgeries play a part in this thing and the way that it goes into the technical aspects of how these things are like forged and everything was pretty, pretty cool to me. So it's a little deeper than just the murder stuff. Um, but, uh, it reminded me of, um, there's a book called under the banner of heaven by John Krakauer where he, uh, dictates, he goes through the whole Mormon history of the Mormon religion through the lens of this murder in the 80s, a separate murder, not the one that this documentary is about, but a murder in the 80s that had to do with the religion and uh, someone claiming that they were told by God to do this murder or whatever. And that, I love John Krakauer's work, and that book was like, I didn't, I didn't know anything about Mormonism or anything. And then, uh, you know, read that years ago, and, I've, and, and so it was really interesting from that point of view, too, that it kind of touched on some of those topics, but... Yeah, basically everything I know about Mormon, the Mormon religion is from Under the Banner of Heaven and Book of Mormon. Oh, you read Under the Banner of Heaven? Yeah, I read it back in high school. Loved it. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I like Crack Hour is kind of polarizing. There's some people that don't like his writing and stuff, but I, I, I think he's great. Um, really? Yeah, there's people that oh, like... What? People don't understand Into the Wild because they're like, oh, he tried to make a hero out of this kid that was an idiot. And like, if you read that book, it's like, you alternate between going, this kid is a complete dumbass, and then the next page you're like, I kind of respect this kid for his like beliefs and what he believes in and stuff. And then the next page you're like, fuck this kid, he's selfish and rude, you know. Like he does a great job of writing it that way. But if you go into that book, you could you could ignore that aspect of it and be like, oh yeah, he's just making a hero out of this kid. But uh, anyway, yeah, that's that's some people, and there there's a whole like outdoor contingent of people that don't agree with his like way he did into thin air or whatever. I guess about Everest, but, um, I had no idea. I mean, I read into thin air and I read, um, under the banner of heaven. I did not read into the wild. Uh, I highly recommend his book about, uh, Pat Tillman. Um, do you know who Pat Tillman was? Um, yeah. NFL player that quit the NFL to basically post nine 11 fight for America. And, uh, it is, uh, his, he does a whole in-depth store, like biography of, Tillman and he's he's much Tillman was much deeper than this sort of like patriotic symbol I guess it's really the book is really yeah. good um I can't remember what the name of that book is but it is it is about him um and his whole life and it's kind of kind of inspiring but anyway it's yeah, written the same style as like banner of, under the banner of heaven was but um yeah I feel like well I mean granted I've only read the two books but under the banner of heaven is just I I just think he's a killer writer oh you made me want to yeah. go reread stuff yeah just the way he presents historical facts and and things is 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 interesting that's why that the the tillman book is written very much so like that he reflects like the the big picture of the iraqi war and everything with uh or the i can't remember if he tillman died in afghanistan or or, i think it was afghanistan Afghanistan. yeah he details the whole history of like the history of afghanistan (laughs) in this in the same way he does the history of the mormon church and under the banner of heaven but he tells Tillman's story through like this history of this uh, unrest in this place and stuff. And so it's really good. Um, the other thing that I learned, yeah, it's funny that I've never seen book of Mormon, but, um, 
Angels in America has a lot to do with Mormonism too. If you ever have you ever seen that? I started it, never finished it. It was to, that kind of thing for me. Is it Tony Kush, Kushner? Is the playwright? I uh, I don't know. Anyway, the Angels in America, a famous Broadway show, and the, the HBO did a did an adaptation that's very good. Uh, but some of the main characters in that are Mormon, and it goes into like their faith and stuff in that. Tony Kushner. Tony Kushner. Okay, yeah, playwright. Um, yeah, the great Jeffrey Wright is in that uh, Angels in America. My fa- one of my favorites. So. That's when you got the HBO Go. You should pull it up and, and watch it. It's two parter, I think. Uh- yeah, it's long. It's long, but it's worth it. It's cool. If you're in the mood for some theater type stuff. It's definitely presented as... Uh, it's it's not a stage play, but it, it feels like a stage play. I mean, it's based on a stage play, so the adaptation is very stage-like, and it's like pres- presentation, but anyway. Um, I just remember trying to watch it because of Al Pacino. He was like the... right. He was the big... He plays Roy, Roy Cohn. Um, who was a real character, a real person. It was like this lawyer, famous mm. lawyer that was, yeah, he's in it. Famous so lawyer. Sure. Who, who, whoever grows up, you know what I want? I want to be famous for being a lawyer. Papa. <laughs> <laughs> Shade. Famous to me. <clears throat> um, You've been consuming anything else? Yeah. We watched boys in the hood last night. Um, Ricky. Ricky. Jackie never seen it, and uh, I, it's been a while since I've seen it. But damn, that movie's really good. Um, just the way it's constructed, and uh, some of the characters, the way they're portrayed, but how they kind of break some of their—I don't know. It, I, I don't know how, how to describe it. It's just—it's just really interesting. It's just very sad too. You know, it's a very tragic presentation of, of black culture in America. Um, and I don't know. It's just a really good film. But um, what's that on? It's we rented it on Amazon Prime. Okay. I don't know if it's on anything else. We we couldn't find it on anything else. But I know it's been on Netflix before. But um, it's really good. It made me sad that Cuba Gooding Jr. turned out to be a creep because he's really good in it. And I like him as an actor. So is he a creep? He's got a lot of sexual harassment allegations that are pretty disgusting. So, oh, um, sucks. Yeah, but, um, you know, Ice Cube's in it. Great performance. Um, just the whole cast is really good. Lawrence Fishburne is awesome in it. I'm really just good. about to say Lawrence Fishburne does a good job. Angela Bassett is in it. It's like a really good cast. Stacked. Um, yeah. Stacked. Yeah, but uh, yeah, we watched that. That was a that was depressing, but entertaining and and a very good movie. Yeah, but. I got two albums came out this week, this just over the weekend. One of them I think you'll like, and the other one I will, am not recommending to you. Okay. Um, the one I'm not recommending to you is this female country musician named Haley Witters, and I didn't, I'd never heard of her before. Um. But uh, I, I, she does a duet with a guy on her album, and the guy is a guy that I really like. His name's Brent Cobb. He's a you know real kind of like drawly, southerny, slow paced kind of sit on the back porch type country music. 
Um, and his brother, Dave Cobb, is this like super producer in Nashville. And uh, actually, because the Cobbs, they're, you know, they both, there's this music venue in Nashville called the Exit Inn that just got bought and it's going to get torn down and developed into condos. And Dave and Brent Cobb over the past two weeks were trying to buy that building to keep it a music venue. It's been a music video venue for 50 years wow. and they raised enough money. They, they matched the offer. Wow. And they didn't take and it. And they still lost it. That's yeah. Nice. The, the people that own the property were like, well, this will be better for, you know, whatever. It's going to be, you know, residential and commercial and stuff. Yeah. That's uh, mixed use development is the fucking scourge of America. Everything cool is going away for mixed use development. It's like, okay, fucking, Enjoy yeah, living in well, enjoy living in a Dunkin' Donuts, essentially. So yeah. <laughs> uh, so so hey, Haley Witters, this album that he's on with her, mm-hmm. it's like I went to it because I haven't heard too much out of uh, too. I don't know too many female country musicians that I really dig on that I like to listen to on my own, and I so I wanted to give her a shot. I listened to her album about two three times over the course of the weekend. I I found it was enjoyable. It it's right right on the edge of becoming pop country but it's not pop country but it sounds almost like that her voice definitely could be on the radio all the time mm-hmm. uh, i thought it was enjoyable but the one that i would recommend to you is this guy named nick waterhouse okay it sounds like he's recording in like 1960s la uh, on his first album he had a song with leon bridges okay uh and so if you, you know, that style where it's like, it's just kind of timeless, you know, and um, Nick Waterhouse is, I think this is his like fourth album. I like all of them. They're good for about 25 listens mm-hmm. and then they're not as interesting anymore. Um, but it's a new album and it's from him. I like his style. I think he's a good songwriter. So um, I think I've think heard of well, him. Nick I think that the... Um... The guy from that Noble Records store in Charlotte has talked about him on his uh, his YouTube channel. Yeah, probably. Yeah. I, I would say put it on while you're cooking or cleaning yeah, okay. or something like that. It'll give yeah. you a little jazz in your step. What's the name of the album? What? I don't hear you. Uh, can you hear there me you now? Go. Yeah. You had the microphone down. Well, I mean, um, the new album is called Promenade Blue. Cool. The album gotcha, that I yeah. really like of his is called Never Twice. Gotcha. And that's the one with, uh, you know, I mean, he looks like a dad. Yeah. He's got a picture of him on the. Yeah, he looks like a 1960s like a dad. dad. I'll show you. Oh, speaking of consuming, I just got this here. This is going to be great for the podcast because it's a visual. Show and tell. Yeah, is yeah. that what I think it is? I knew it. I knew it. I saw it. I saw, just saw the, the edge of it, and I knew that's what it was. This has the original style of the CD was like this, too. It's got this, like, vellum piece that goes over mm-hmm. the top of it. This is I'm holding up the Modest Mouse album, uh, Building Nothing Out of Something, uh, which is my favorite album, quote-unquote, but it's actually just a collection of singles. But it's got this, like, cool, like, plastic or, like, uh, parchment kind of, like, overlay that has a drawing on it, and it's, uh, yeah, I got the... It's the reissue from uh, they Modest Mouse. Uh, Isaac Brock's record label has been reissuing all the Modest Mouse stuff. So um, Glacial Pace. So you can basically get all the the albums I think now um, reissued. But I just got it this week. Um, 
but ordered a while back and got it. So good album. That song broke. Used to be my amp. That's a good one. There's so many good songs on there. That's why, like, I hate that it's not really an album because it feels like an album to me. Because it feels like the, it's a collection of uh, their like B sides from singles, stuff that never made it on albums. But yeah, broke and uh, positive negative, of course, is my favorite Modest Mouse song of all time, and it's on there. Broke, broke a promise because my car broke down. Such yeah. a classic excuse. It should be broke by now. Yeah. It's great. It's a great song. Um, yeah, it's got the gray ice water on there, too. And that uh, yep. that Still cover of that 50s song that is uh, instrumental, but they the put lyrics to it. In. What is it called? Well, I have to have the album here. Let me look. Dead Air. Um, Second. Let's see. Talking about Baby Blue All Night All Night Diner? No. Oh, sleepwalking. Okay. It was Sleepwalking. That Sleepwalking mm-hmm. is a song from the 50s. It's like you would recognize it, but it's like a 50s yeah. instrumental, but they put lyrics on top of it. Um But uh yeah, working on Leaving the Living is on here. It's a great song. Um Never Any Math this Equation. Must be, this must be so much fun for grizzles to listen to yeah. right now oh because he hates modest mouse he doesn't even care about modest mouse and it's the end of the episode he's trying to just be a completist and we're just yeah, sitting here like, oh, naming yeah. songs baby blue sedan is on here though it's a really good song so um yeah broke interstate eight other people's lives other people's lives are more interesting because they interesting hate mine. mine yeah it's just <laughs> such a good such a good set of songs like so i was glad to have that I've got, I just, I need to get, uh, I guess I need to get good news for people who love bad news on vinyl. And I probably, that's kind of all my favorite stuff, I guess. But yeah, I get all of it. I mean, I'd get all of them, but I'd, I'd, I'd have to, I'm not going to force the listeners to wait on me to go flip through my records, but I think I've got three of them. Yeah. I got Moon, I've got, uh, good news. And I have Lonesome Crowded West. Yeah, I have Lonesome Crowded West. I have Moon, Lonesome Crowded West, and this one. That's three. And then I guess uh, A Long Drive would probably be a good one to have. And then uh, I like uh, We Were Dead Before the Ship Sank or whatever. Was that? Before the Ship Sank. Yeah, that was okay. It's all right. As the uh, if your name is... If your name's Josh Gray and you listen, email us at I only like the old stuff at gmail.com. Let us know what your favorite mouse yeah, album is. Tell us what is it? Um Yeah. So there we go. That's our modest mouse talk for the for the month. For the week. Um we are uh, like we said before, we're not we're not covering the OC season two yet. We might start next week. Um but uh we're not doing it today. Uh, we had other things. I think I think we will. Yeah, next I week I'll be ready. Sounds good. I like taking a week off, and then we can get back into it. So I'm ready to see what happens next. But yeah, you got anything else you want to talk about? Man, I'm good. It's a lot shorter episode. We're not doing that OC talk. Yeah. Um, okay. Well, you can check us out at our shitty website, iolts.com. You can find us on Spotify. I guess you can find us on Apple? Question mark. Um. And uh, you can email us. I only like their old stuff at gmail.com. And uh, other than that, I guess we're out.
just enjoy another episode. I only like it once. We'll see you next time. Have a good night.